Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I'm reading from John chapter 19, verses 26 through 27. This is Jesus dying on the cross. It's among his last words. It's not the last words that we frequently think about or discuss. Something very interesting to glean from these verses. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Okay, we know by the context of other scripture, the disciple whom Jesus loved was John the disciple or John the apostle. He's the author of the book of John that we're reading from. He's the author of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. He's the author of Revelation. We do know that when Jesus was arrested, his disciples fled. So the fact that John is here at the cross, identifying himself, identifying his connection, his relationship with a person who's been condemned by the Romans as criminal, that says something about John. It says something about a courage, belated courage perhaps, but a courage. Peter, remember, had denied Christ. And of course, later on, the Holy Spirit comes upon Peter and John and gives both of them a tremendous courage. But this is before even that incident. And here is John at the foot of the cross. That speaks volumes. Of all the disciples, Jesus was closest to John. Now, when they call him the disciple whom Jesus loved, that does not mean they had any kind of sexual relationship, although God knows you can go on the internet and find all kinds of articles saying just that. There were different Greek words for love. The word for sexual relationship was eros, where we get the word erotic from. I've talked about this before. The word they're using here is agape. Agape had to do with loving somebody to the point where you would lay down your life and die. It's the word that's used of God himself when it says God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Now, why is he turning to Mary and saying, John is now your son, and turning to John and saying, Mary is now your mother? This is because of the Jewish culture Jesus came out of. Women were under the protective authority of men. Unfortunately, throughout time, men have taken an exploitive authority over women, but that's not what was going on here in ancient Judaism. Women, as the weaker vessel physically, and I only mean here that if a health healthy woman and a healthy man are both working out, the man will be stronger. There are women stronger than some men because some men don't take care of themselves. There's always exceptions. But generally speaking, women are considered the weaker vessel physically that has nothing to do with intellect, that has nothing to do with value under God. Women were always under the protection of men. A daughter was under the protective custody of her father. When she got married, she went under the protective custody of her husband. If her husband died, she was under the protective custody of her firstborn son. If he died, she was under the protective custody of her secondborn son, and so on and so forth. Now, Jesus did have real blood, brothers and sisters, but they didn't know what to make of him at first. In time, they became his followers as well. At least many of them did. James, who wrote the book of James, Jude, who wrote the book of Jude, they were Jesus's physical brothers. But prior to Jesus's death on the cross, we don't see much of them. 
And when we do see a few snapshots of their interaction with him, they don't seem to know what to make of him. And so Jesus, even though he's honoring the Jewish custom, is also honoring a new custom that he's introducing. When we give our lives to Christ, we have new spiritual brothers and sisters. It was Jesus' responsibility as the firstborn son to take care of Mary, but he's no longer going to be here. Yes, he's going to resurrect, but he's going to return to heaven. So he's saying, John, who is my spiritual brother, is going to take you into his home, and he's going to provide for you and take care of you the rest of his life. Our Savior, who even on the brink of paying for our sins, stops to take care of his own mother. What a testimony to the love of Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time.